Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. Friday, October 23rd, election day is 11 days away, and that means we are going to be doing our huge, tremendous, bigly, quite amazing, frankly, to be honest. Excuse me. No, it's going to be fantastic election special. That's going to be the title. You can hold me to it um, if I could remember half of the words I just used. My name is Quinn and this is my show. Thank you for listening. It's going to be our last uh, purely live show, I would think, for a while um, because we've got some content that we are going to be recording in the next eight days on our road trip in New England. Uh, we're going to be in six different states, not a, not a different episode for each one of those states, but you know, uh, we're going to have some episodes, uh, to, to, to put out there in the next couple of weeks. So I'm excited. Um, I was, I, I, I didn't decide to do our election special until about an hour ago, TBH. Um, I say TBH to save more time, to be honest. Um, I've also said TBPH. To be perfectly honest, although I found that the shortening of t- to be perfectly honest is not as doesn't roll off the tongue as well, and I I do like saying to be perfectly honest. Speaking of shortening, what is shortening? You know, I haven't ever bought shortening in my life. It's like if you put mayonnaise in the freezer for like thirty minutes. Is it just like a different type of animal fat or something? Does shortening come from a specific part of the animal? Maybe the buttocks region? Buttocks, B-U-T-T-O-C-K-S. Buttocks. Um, I think buttocks is its own separate genre on TikTok. I think every TikTok dance is a buttock to a certain extent. See a lot of twerking on there. Working and twerking. Uh, well, this is my show, and we are very excited because this is the first time the Beantown Podcast has ever existed in an election year. Last, uh, or, or at least a, a presidential election year, last time 2016 was uh, still about a year and change before we launched this show. I was, where was I in 2016? I was in grad school. Um, and, uh, Cubs had just won the world series and we went to a bar in Evanston. There were like five of us to watch the results come in and it was a gloomy night. It was grim. People were feeling glum. Glum. Is that a word? G L U M gloom. That's a Pokemon. The second or the first evolution of Oddish. Second one is Vileplume. You know, I've never had that Pokemon in my life. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with grass Pokemon in general. But anyways, um, yeah, it was it was a rough night. So we're hoping this, this time is going to be a little bit better. Um, I think I'll just be at home. But that's still 11 days away, but there's so much happening for me in the next week that I wanted to get this episode in, and I didn't want to have to come back from my trip, um, which I get back Saturday, next Saturday night, Halloween, and then, yeah, sure, I still have all, all day Sunday to record, but I'm just going to kind of take it easy. Um, if you are listening 
to the stream right now, just note, uh, it took me four minutes to mention this, we have a live video, uh, well, it was live when I recorded, it's not as live now, um, but we're recording, actually, I'm doing something something different, something I've never done before, this is episode 140-ish, 146, something like that, the Bean Tom Podcast, and I've never done this, but I think it's a good idea. I am recording on Zoom using my own personal meeting room, um, and the reason I wanted to do that is because I'm going to do some screen sharing because the whole point of our election special today is to um, share with you my interactive map. I'm going to show you my predictions for every individual state, and we're going to see what the numbers add up to. It's going to be exciting, and we're going to have little tidbits and anecdotes along the way. I think it's going to be very exciting, very fun. Um, so that's what we're doing. Uh, so if you are just listening to this and you want to see, uh, obviously I'm going to be talking you through it as we go through our map here, but if you want to see the, the results in real time, um, or if you, you know, it's election night and you're looking for some guidance, some previews, some predictions, go to the YouTube page. Um, just search my name on YouTube, Quinn David Furness. You'll find my channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Smash that like button and smash that subscribe button. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can watch me do our map. We're going to start that screen sharing in just a hot second here. Um, just a couple uh, housekeeping things um, unrelated to the election. I mentioned, we, we talked about this last week, and people watching the live stream see, my, see me drinking from my, um, my Jack Link's cup here. My hair is doing a little something funky. What is going on? Wrong side. Um, uh, I talked about Peter K of Bachelorette fame and how he has a paid partnership with Jack Links, which just floored me. Uh, last week, last week's episode, in fact, I think was titled Jack Links Betrayal, which is apropos, if you will. Uh, I messaged Peter K on Instagram, slid into those DMs a couple of days ago and have yet to hear anything back, which is not a great sign. But we'll keep fighting that good fight. And then speaking of Instagram, um, we were talking about you know potential sponsorships and partnerships. There, there's this one brand, Vincere Wears, um, who like I could legit get something going. Here's here's what it is. They're offering me sixty percent off anything in store, and then they're saying after I make my first purchase. I get a brand ambassador code that I use to distribute to you all beanheads out there for the show. Um, you know, it'd some, be something like use use code QD um, to get 20% off your, your first order, something like that. And I get some commission off of people who use my ambassador code. There's a lot of numbers going around. Don't get bogged down by the numbers. I actually had a dream last night where I did a show where I dealt with differential equations on the show, which would be very loud neighbors outside. Yeah, because I don't know if, if the stream picked that up. Um, that's Richard. He lives upstairs. We'll do a separate show on Richard at, at some point because um, he's got two dogs and he doesn't own a leash, which is fun. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, but uh, I so I, I go to the store because I'm like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, this seems like a pretty good deal for me regardless of – you know, I'm not trying to make any money off of this. I don't care. I'm just doing this for the show so that I can physically run an ad for Vince Wayers and be legit and be like, use code Quinn for 25% off. Because that's just, we're just trying to legitimize the podcast here. I know it's taken like 150 episodes, but we're getting there. 
every episode, small progress. Um, but I go to their store, and it's just like a very average fashion site. You know, they've got like their their angle is like the cool graphic tee. So it's like Melania's, you know, I don't care do you jacket, like that sort of thing. And everything on their website, here's how you know it's uh, – Listener discretion is advised when listening to Bean Town Podcast. Number one, will occasionally use some language. Number two, is just typically terrible. Um, you know it's bullshit when you see like every single item on their online store is $99. Doesn't matter if it's like the shirts, the jackets, the booty shorts, the tongue rings. It doesn't matter. Like everything is $99 flat. And you just, I'm not, I'm not paying $99 for a t-shirt. Or a toe ring. It's just not my, not my style. Um, and so even with this sixty percent off, you know these, these things would be like thirty five bucks, whatever. But um, I just I, I don't know. I'll take one more look at it. But I don't not not feeling great about it. And the biggest thing is, as much as it you know would be like a cool fun joke to be able to do an ad read where I'm like use code Vincere wares etc. Um, I'm not going to send you all to this store where things are $99 just to get 20% off or whatever it is, because that's just silly. So that's kind of my thought process there. Um, but we are we are taking baby steps. We are getting closer to legitimizing. In fact, I had someone else reach out to me on Instagram about two days ago um, asking about partnerships, and I messaged them back. I haven't heard anything. So we will keep you posted. Um, but nine and a half minutes, ten minutes in here, let's go ahead and jump in to what you all came here for. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, as a reminder, if you do listen to this, I ex- uh, one last thing before we, we get to our election map here and I start sharing my screen. Um, I did extend the deadline for short orders until tomorrow. So you have all day today, which is Friday, October 23rd, and all day tomorrow, which is Saturday, October 24th. Get your short orders in, then they'll ship. Hopefully they'll be here by election day. $22, they ship right to your door. Um, they are Hanes, they are cotton, um, and they're they're beautiful. I designed them. They're tremendous. No one has done more for Beantown merch than me, okay? That's a fact. So... What we're going to do now is I'm going to share my screen. I feel so fancy using the Zoom here. Okay, so if you're watching this Zoom recording, you should now be able to see my screen. It's an ABC News interactive election map. For those who are just listening to the live stream, um, basically I've just got a blank U.S. map here, and on each state it has its more or less it's postal code abbreviation and the amount of delegates that uh, are part or each state gets, I guess. Um, which is the whole like delegates thing where like you just are electing delegates and then they choose who to vote for. That whole thing is silly. It seems like it's rife for complications. But let's go ahead and jump in here. Um, so we're going to get started with the easy ones for... Joe, okay, let me try to figure out how this works. How do I know if I click if it's going to be blue or red? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay, so let's go west to east here. And uh, safe picks. Okay, Washington State, all the way up in the the, uh, northwest corner there of the contiguous. Yes, I know that word, contiguous. C-O-N-T-I-G-U-O-U-S. I I love the U-O-U. sort of trifecta of vowels, a a vowel, if you will. So we got Washington State, 
home of Scott Farrell, who has lived there for about a month now. Um, amateur porn stars to the fan is just for fans. Very cheap this month. Very cheap every month. Um, and he will... <laughs> I've obviously never been on his Just for Fans, nor will I ever pay for it because I'm not really a gay porn type of person, per se. Um, <laughs> but the crazy thing about Scott Farrell's Just for Fans, which is like OnlyFans, but different somehow. I don't know. Um, he he. So he posts like the snippet preview videos on Twitter, and some of them are just like straight up, you know, masturbation or sex whatever but then other ones he'll he'll do like cooking i think there's one one out there that i saw on twitter once where he's making bacon wrap dates that's on his just for fans my all-time favorite which he just re, he you know posts posts the, these same you know collection of videos over and over again but this one is where when he still worked for the church in cherry valley i'm not i'm not kidding um he I promise we're not doing this for every state because we'll be here forever. He he gr- dresses up in like his leather fetish gear and he's got like a purple mohawk and he goes to his church where he's the only one there and he records himself playing the piano and like not great piano, low average. And he's not a, he's not a pianist. He's not trained or anything. You know, he's, he's 40 years old. So he's been at it for a while. So he has, I'd say average level piano skills, but he posts this on his just for fans. Like, are there gay porn consumers out there who are like, Oh yeah, let me get a, let me get a five minute piano recital here. I don't know, Scott. Um, I, maybe it's not my place, but Scott Farrell is a dear friend of the podcast, not because he's ever heard of it, but because I am the owner of the, uh, or the creator, if you will, of the only known audio copy, audio book copy of Scott Farrell's biography or Triumph, Tears, and Tales of the Stage. And if uh, if you didn't get the chance to listen to it, we, we dropped them. It was like early quarantine, April-ish, uh, maybe into May. It was a big project, um, and I, I completed it. And I haven't really thought about it since I completed it. But, but one of these days, I'll go back and listen to it. You can't just stumble across it online uh if you want to listen to it shoot us an email beantownpodcast yahoo.com again that's beantown b-a-n-t-n podcast at yahoo.com we did that for intellectual property reasons um okay so let's move on here that was washington state and that's 12 delegates uh again we're going to start off with the easy ones uh the 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 no no doubters for joe and then we'll do the no doubters for uh for djt here um oregon which is an interesting one because when i think of oregon i think of like not redneck is a derogatory term, but I basically think of rednecks. Um, but there's enough people in you know Portland and the college towns, Eugene and Corvallis, to where they are making Oregon blue. I would. I wonder when the last time Oregon was was red. Maybe like I don't know Bush or something. I, I have no idea. I don't know the history of it. Oregon is seven. Uh, Again, we're going west east here. I guess we should have started with Hawaii. Hawaii gets four. That's Biden. I never been to Hawaii. Only one of these states I haven't been to, and I'm still salty about that. Uh, California. That's a big one. Fifty-five delegates. California also an interesting state. I I don't know what the like breakdown of in California in terms of popular vote. Um, someone could look that up. 
We've got California for Joe. Okay. Other Democratic strongholds here. New Mexico. Not a place I've spent more than 24 hours in my life. Seems pretty safe to be blue. Colorado. That's where all the cool Democrats go. All the Silicon Valley guys go there after they retire. That's going blue. Um, Other lockdown blue states as we go west, east here. Illinois. Chicago, we've got 3 million people, the rest of the state, or Chicago land has what, 7 million people, the rest of the state has, I don't know how many people, let's look it up, but I am a proud Illinoisian, and uh, I submitted my vote for Joe Biden, so I am helping the cause here, Illinois is 12.67 million, so like, what is that, basically 75% of... Illinois' population is Chicagoland, which makes sense. And certainly not every single one of those people are are blue. There are a lot of rich white Republicans and poor white Republicans um, that I know of. Uh, lots from my hometown. But there's just there's too many, too diverse Illinois' blue. Okay, what else do we have here that is for sure blue for Joe? Uh, looks like we're, we're going Northeast now. So we have Virginia, uh, again, you think of Virginia and when I think of Virginia, I think of like South ish. Um, but there are just so many people in the DMV, um, on the, the Virginia side of DC that it's just, it's going blue and it's not a question. Um, DC gets three delegates. That's, uh, that's three more for Joe. That's like the bluest voting section there is i think someone might check my math on it maryland uh maryland another state like virginia where i i used to live for two years um has a lot of backcountry uh red folks but there are just so many people in the dc suburbs and then baltimore where like baltimore proper is essentially six hundred thousand votes for the democrat that's just the way it is. Um, so you got Baltimore, New Jersey, or uh, uh, Delaware. Um, Delaware's Delaware, I wouldn't, I don't know, is it a swing state? I don't know. But Joe's got it locked down, considering he's from there. Jersey, super blue, just how it's going to be. New York, super blue. Again, I'm sure there are some people in upstate New York that go red. But even among upstate New York, like those people seem a little bit more chill than like the backcountry people in Illinois who seem to be like almost all red. You had upstate New York, it's a little bit more mixed. That being said, I'm going to be in Utica on Monday night and I'll keep you posted. I'll let you know. Um, the rest of New England here, or not the rest, all of New England here is red, or excuse me, is is blue. And I know New Hampshire is like semi in play, but it's going blue. It's been blue. It will be blue. Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island. Then you got Maine, which is like this weird little guy, which someone might have to explain to me. I don't really understand why. So Maine has four delegates, but it's broken down into two one-and-one. So we need some sort of election expert because I know there's somewhere like Maine's second congressional district. I don't know why that stuff is separate. And I know Maine's 2nd Congressional District is like a toss-up, but honestly, 
we're giving it all of Maine to Joe. I think he's got the Northeast lockdown. Okay, so scanning our map here, that's 217 lockdown delegates for Joe Biden. And if you're watching the live stream, I hope you are enjoying it so far. Um, what we're going to do is do our lockdown states for Trump. Then we're going to take a quick ad read break, and then we'll come back to discuss swing states. Um, yeah, look at look at that New England blue. That's where I'm going. I fly to Boston in 23 hours here, 22 and a half. All checked in for my flight. First flight since... The first weekend of February when I went to Austin, Texas. We'll see how it goes. I haven't been to O'Hare in a long time. I used to be at O'Hare like every week. And I have not been there since February. So, should be exciting. Okay, let's do the same thing. West to east, states that are slam dunks for Trump. Starting with Alaska. Beautiful state. Unfortunately, there's only like 17 people there. And they're all Republicans. Okay, Alaska. Oops, so we have to what? Okay, if you click it twice, then it goes red. So that's what we're going to do. Idaho, same thing as Alaska. There's like 20 voters there. They all vote for Trump. Uh, Montana, super red. Wyoming, super red. All those Cheney holdovers. I think his grandkids make up 15% of the voting population. Uh, Utah, I, I, in my mind slash in my heart, I try to have higher hopes or standards for Utah because um, it's just a really pretty state and I think they could have a lot going for them but it's super red those Mormons um, are very white and basically one one party voters and that's abortion so it is what it is um, let's see what else here is locked on red lots uh, the Dakotas North and South, super red. Nebraska also has like a breakdown of red and uh, blue. And I've seen like it's going to be tricky for it to go completely red, but I think it's going to go completely red. And maybe I shouldn't call it a knockdown, slam dunk, if you will, but I think it is going to be that way. Kansas, red. Oklahoma, red, definitely. Um, we got this whole big belt here, Missouri, red. Anyone who has seen Ozark knows that. Uh, Arkansas, red. Louisiana, red. Mississippi, red. Alabama, red. Tennessee, red. Tennessee is another state like Utah where I want to have higher hopes. Um, but the thing with Tennessee is you got Memphis, which is somewhat blue. And then outside of that, even in Nashville, um, where usually you go to these big urban centers, you, you have these big urban centers in red states that are, are blue, like Austin, Texas, uh, to a, to a certain extent, or, you know, what else is a, is a good example of this? Columbus, Ohio, I think is, is pretty, uh, is, is pretty blue. Um, Indianapolis is, is purplish. Detroit, I guess Michigan isn't a a knockdown uh, red state um atlanta for sure anyways um but nashville is not one of those cities nashville is very red um it is one of my least favorite cities in america anyways moving on here uh the slam dunk trump states kentucky super red um 
Louisville, I, I don't know the politics of Louisville super well, so I can't even comment, but there is a, f- a fairly significant proportionate African-American population in Louisville, um, but not enough. Indiana, Trump country, also Papa's mini donuts. And I got to tell you, I don't, I, I've never asked about Papa's politics, which I think if Papa ever wants to have his own podcast segment here, Papa's politics and cheese curds, go for it. Um, we'll invite you on any time. Uh, but Papa, just by looking at him, pretty sure he's, he's voting for Trump. Um, West Virginia, beautiful state. There's 24 people there, and they all love Trump. Um, although I feel, like, I feel like Trump hasn't really done anything for West Virginia. Maybe that's not the case, but it feels like he doesn't really care. Um, South Carolina's going Trump. Big Lindsey Graham fans down there. And I think that does it for, like, I, I think everything else we have here are swing states. What we still have, if you're not watching our map, if you're just listening to the stream here, we've got, uh, for swing states, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, PA, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Everything else has been divvied up. And right now we're sitting at 217, 217 delegates for Joe Biden, 126 for Trump. So Trump's got some work to do. Now, granted, some of these, quote, swing states that are on here um, are, you know, like probably going probably gonna to go for Trump. But He's got he's got a little bit of an uphill climb here. So let's go ahead and read some ads here quickly, and then we'll come back. We're 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 trimming the fat from this Bean Town podcast 2020 election special, uh, and we're just we're just telling you the facts straight up, like a Paula Abdul hit. Uh, okay. Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you cannot find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider. With home inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know that you're getting the good stuff every time, all the time. If you're tired of big real estate's angle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or... You can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316. Or you can visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U Series. They've got crisp, clean, and clear audio quality. You're going to want to use it on the road. You're going to want to use it at home. You're going to want to use it when you're talking to your grandparents when you're telling them all the conspiracy theories that they shared on Facebook are not accurate. Um, boy, Facebook is just really a... I know this isn't a, this isn't a hot take. This isn't new. But I don't know. Maybe I've just been on it too much the last two weeks. But it has been... Even when you're scrolling, I don't see anything from friends. It's literally... And I, maybe this is my own fault. I only see like memes in news articles. And I know my friends don't post a ton, but there's stuff out there that I'm not seeing. And it's like, I don't care about your shitty memes. I guess I just need to like, 
I should just unfollow all these things on Facebook, like all these pages that I don't care about or these organizations um, because I'm just I, you know what I want I want the political arguments that's really the only reason I come at Facebook and I got in I'm not into one I just commented on one uh, late last night or early this morning I think it was um, anyways I'll have to log into Facebook after this, see if anything juicy has transpired. Uh, But when God speaks, he uses a Samson, and so does Quinn. So I don't really know, you know, what that says about me, but you can make up your own mind. Uh, Cuts by Q. Here we go. Last one. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle, and we all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way that you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman. But different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. That was smooth. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, you got to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email CutsbyQ at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts. Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. We're going to... We're going to change up the tune, same lyrics, but change up the tune just for the election special. Oh, when you need a fresh, do something snappy and new. Call the experts at Cuts by Q. Oh, when you need a fresh, do something snappy and new. Call the experts at Cuts by Q. Not bad. Considering that was completely on the fly, I, I'm kind of proud of myself. Um, not too proud of myself, but just slightly. Okay, welcome to the second half of the Bean Town Podcast 2020 election special. If you're just joining us, that's weird, um, but you missed 30 minutes of great political commentary content. You know, step aside Rick Santorum because I should really be on CNN with, you know, Cuomo and Lemon and Blitzer, Wolf, Johns Hopkins graduate, 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 Um, Quinn, that should be the next one, because I've got hot takes, like West Virginia is going red this year, they really need to, they they need to send me on assignment, because I know how to talk to these people, okay, Let's, we're going to just, I'm just going to pick and choose states from here on out. Um, but let's, let's try to hit some of these close to locks at this point. And I realize with this first state I'm about to bring up, like, I guess this one is still in play. Trump's done some campaigning there, but I don't think it's actually in play for this election. And that is Minnesota. Uh, one of my favorite states, Minnesota, um, if you don't know the Weird Al Yankovic song, Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota, you got to go listen to it. It's a great folk ballad. And also, meaning to listen to this uh, song again, I'll try to remember after this. Portugal the Man had been really quiet for a long time, like two years. They really hadn't done anything. Uh, they released a song, what, two weeks ago, something like that, um, that's pretty catchy and features Weird Al Yankovic. So go check it out. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but if you just you know, YouTube or Google Portugal, the man, Weird Al Yankovic, you'll find it. And it's pretty catchy. Um, 
Okay, so Minnesota's going blue, blue for Biden. Uh, let's find one that's going red. That's going to be Texas. Texas, as the population becomes more and more diverse, I am a firm believer that Texas is slowly slipping. And you see it in the polls. I mean, this year, the fact that it's, it's close to a toss-up right now indicates this. The, close, the, the fact that Beto almost beat Ted Cruz indicates this. Um, but I really think right now that Republicans, from what I've seen, at least macro, on a macro level, macro-national level, um, Republicans aren't doing enough to account for the diversifying of the United States population, which has been happening for a while and will continue to happen. It's just how these things work. Um, Anti-homogenization, 18-syllable word. Um, And I think at some point, I don't think it's going to happen this election, as you can see from my prediction here, but at some point they're going to lose Texas and they're going to be absolutely screwed. Because they, they just can't. You can't do that. Um, because they're never gonna they're never gonna come back and win California. They're not gonna win Illinois. They're not gonna win New York. So you have to have Texas, and by extension, you almost have to have Florida. Which I don't. I don't know. I assume Florida is not uh, diversifying as fast as Texas, but it, that's gonna happen too. And Republicans need to find a new strategy sooner than I think what they're planning for. So there's some some hot take for you. Okay, let's let's see what else here we have. Um these two out west, this is the last couple west of the Mississippi states we have here, seem pretty blue. Um Arizona, which I think Trump won in um in twenty twenty, Arizona seems like it's going blue. Uh, I don't know enough about Arizona politics. I haven't been to Arizona in a while. But I think the fact that Phoenix is growing so fast with people from all across the country coming to live there, um, I think that is leading to Arizona. And also Arizona is just kind of like a neutral state, a lot of immigrants. So it was ripe to switch from red to blue in in 2020. I think you're going to see that. Uh, Similarly, Nevada... I think it's going blue. Um, I don't really have anything to say about it. I don't know Nevada outside of Vegas, and I don't even know Vegas that well. Um, I know they like the Killers, and I know they like Josh Jacobs. We'll see if they like Biden, too. But I'm predicting Nevada goes blue. Doing a little bit of rhyming here in the Beantown Podcast. Okay, let's head back east. Our last state west of the Mississippi is Iowa, and this one is close. This one is very close. Of course, Biden got trounced in Iowa in the Democratic primary, and I think that's a little clue into what's going to happen here. Um, Polls are very close right now. Buttigieg won Iowa, or like he tied Sanders, I think is how that went. Um, But I think you're going to see Iowa go red. They're just not the brightest people, okay? Iowa, we're calling it for Trump. Uh, Moving up north of the border behind the Cheddar Curtain, Wisconsin, which famously went for Trump in 2020 or in 2016, excuse me, because Hillary didn't even go there. Wisconsin is coming back. Scott Walker, gone. Tony Evers, Evers in. Paul Ryan, gone. Teaching at Notre Dame now. Big, 
big Amy Coney Barrett fan. Um, they still got Ron Johnson, who's a real pain in the ass. But basically, Wisconsin voted for Trump in 2016, and since then, it has been all downhill for the Republicans in Wisconsin. Making a little bit of a comeback, still good cheese. I'm calling Wisconsin for Joe Biden. Okay, let's go to the southeast here. We've got Georgia going red. I would love to see Georgia flip and, and turn blue, but I think you're going to have it what like what happened in 2018 where Stacey Abrams just, just nearly lost. I think you're going to have that with, with Georgia. I think it's going to be close, but I think the, the Republican stronghold down there is, is very strong. Um, we go to Florida, a famously or infamously close state, if you will, 2000, and this is a tough one. I think I think Trump's got Florida. I think he probably did just enough at his debate performance last night to pick up some of the old timers who aren't gonna, you know, who haven't already voted and are voting on election day. But that one is is probably the first one we've had up to this point so far where I'm like, I have no idea what's actually gonna happen here. Um I'm calling Florida for Trump. So we've got four states left. Let's actually do one more where I feel pretty confident. Ohio pains me to say it, but they've really lost their way. Ohio is going red for Donald Trump. So we've got three states left here. I blame Cleveland. We got Biden at 254, Trump at 233, and we got three states. We've got North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. Woof. Okay, we are getting down into the nitty gritty here. If I pick any of these states, actually, let's let's do this. We're gonna let let's bring it down to the wire as much as we can. And actually at this point, let's see, 233. If we give North Carolina to Joe Biden, which doesn't necessarily seem intuitive, but it just seems like he's doing well there. Uh, we've got Biden at 269, one delegate away from winning, and Trump at 233. At this point, there's no clear winner, which I don't know what happens if neither candidate reaches 270. Is that the House decides? Something like that? Which would mean at this point, Biden's won, I, I assume, if that's how that works. Um, because even if Trump were to win Michigan and Pennsylvania, that would give him another 36 Oh, wait, that would put him over. That would put Trump at 272. Okay, so we are going to have a winner here. Um, so, knock on wood, because I would really love to not repeat 2016. But, man, all signs are pointing towards Biden taking Michigan and Pennsylvania we're making both of those blue. Michigan, Detroit, and its suburbs are coming out strong for Biden. The Obama administration bailed out the audio auto industry, and they have not forgotten. The kidnapping plot against Whitmer, indirectly bad for Trump, or maybe directly bad. Um, people are not happy about that. Biden is winning Michigan. And then Pennsylvania, huge toss-up, huge battleground state, very much, uh, 
East versus West. You go to Philly, like Detroit, like Baltimore. Pretty much everyone there is going for Biden. Plus, he's got kind of home court advantage there in eastern Pennsylvania. You know, New Jersey country, upstate New York. A little bit more backwoods than your traditional blue state, but still, that's Biden country. You go to western PA, it's more Ohio, West Virginia, Pittsburgh, steel country, manufacturing. Here's the problem, though. Biden is good with those people, knows how to talk to people, whereas Hillary had no idea what she was doing and didn't make an effort to know what she was doing. Way too elitist. Biden is not. He's from Scranton slash basically Wilmington. Those are his people. That's where he grew up with. You still have lots of pro-Trumpers in Western PA and Central PA to a certain extent because that's basically Western Maryland and West Virginia. But it's just, there's just, it's like a home game for Biden in Pennsylvania. And I don't think he's going to get upset at home. So there you have it. We have our map all selected here. And I should should take a screenshot. I'm actually going to do that. So I can compare this in 11 days to what actually happens. Although I'm sure there will be some states where, you know, things are not called on November 3rd. That being said, I'm going to save this. Save as election prediction. I am not good at talking and typing at the same time. I wish I was, but I'm not. Election prediction, okay. Consider it saved. If I could close out of this, that would be helpful. Oh, snipping tool is not responding. That's helpful. Okay, we're back. Um, so there, there you have it. We got Joe Biden at 305 predicted delegates, projected delegates, DJT at 233. Um, I didn't take any big risks here. I pretty much followed what the polling's saying. I would say I played it, and this is even, I feel like I played this safe for Trump, if you're looking at the map here, because we gave Trump Texas, Florida, Arkansas, uh, Ohio, and I felt like the only thing that was maybe a little aggressive for Biden was giving him North Carolina. Even if we switch North Carolina to red, we still got Biden at 290, Trump at 248. And if we switch... I don't know, Arizona to red, we still got Biden at 279, Trump at 259. So even if if Biden can't pull off Arizona and North Carolina, heck, even if we give Nevada to Trump, if Biden pulls off, literally he has to win three states at this point, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And if he wins those, it's over. There's, There's nothing else here. There's nothing else right now on my map that is blue that's like outside of those three states that's like, oh, maybe it could switch. I don't think Minnesota's in play, and I don't see anything else here. I, I mean, I've heard rumblings about New Hampshire. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I'll let you know because I'm going to be there on Thursday. So that's, uh, that's what we had. That's our election special. Take one good luck. Look, look, go, mm, 
That was tough. One good last look at the map here. This what again, this wasn't my final map, which you're seeing on the screen here. Um, this was kind of giving Trump some uh, two states, North Carolina and or three states, North Carolina, Arizona, and Nevada, which I consider to be pretty much all set for Biden, with the exception of North Carolina. Um, I think Biden's gonna win those states. So let me turn them back blue. And there you go. That was our final prediction. 305 to 233. We'll see how it goes. And I took my screenshot, and I'll put my name on it, and I will share it on Election Day. We'll see how it holds up. I'm going to stop the share now. Um, so, again, if you were just listening to the audio stream and you want a visual look at um, what, uh, what we were doing, um, you can go check it out. It should be on YouTube at some point Friday afternoon. Um, otherwise, you know what? It's the middle of a work day. And uh, I have some work to do before my vacation starts. This is my first time off taken more than one day um, of 2020, which is exciting. I still have, between now and the end of the year, what, 14 days of vacation that I'm taking? A week this next week, a week, full week before Christmas vacation starts, and then one Friday in November, two in December, and I have another day that I have to use. I don't know when I'm, when I'm going to do it. And even those Fridays, maybe one of them in December, I like go get an Airbnb or something. The other two currently, just hanging out, nothing to do. Probably just do what I normally do except watch more TV. I don't know. Um, but that's what I have for you. 45 minutes, that's a that's a solid one. Election special 2020, our first ever Beantown election special. We don't talk a lot of politics on this show. And even today, I don't think anything I said was, like, controversial. Um, but, hey, you know what? Post some more Facebook stuff because I'll jump in on that. I'll play both sides of the aisle. I can do Facebook arguments perhaps better than anyone else ever in the history of man except for maybe – um, Abraham Lincoln. So that's what I had for you. Um, thanks for watching this video. If you did so again, I'm wearing my bean Tom podcast fall 2018 tour shirt, and it's not too late for you to purchase your bean town election special 2020 shirts as we near the end of year three of the bean town podcast. So I'm going back to work. Thanks everyone for tuning in and, uh, you know what? Stay safe, stay sane. You're going to be hearing from me, um, all this next week on the road in New England, and we won't we won't have any live podcasts come out as far as I'm anticipating while we are out there. But the next couple episodes, I would anticipate you're going to be hearing like live introductions from me, and then we will cut to content. That's the plan. Um, but you can also you know follow me on on social media, my Twitter at uh, White Buns. Instagram is where you're going to see a lot of great content, stories, and posts. I'm at Q.QueenD. That's Q period Queen D uh, and all that stuff. So thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting. Remember, buy your T-shirts. Link is um, on, on Instagram. It's on Facebook. You can email me, whatever. It's out there. It's easy to find. My Instagram is public. Uh, that's what I've got for you. So we're going to queue up some music. I'm going to end this uh, Zoom recording. Thank you to Zoom. This was fun to be able to do this. And you know what? Make your own election map. See how it goes. How do your results compare to mine? Email us, beantownpodcast, yahoo.com. Again, it's beantown, B-A-N-T-O-N, podcast, at yahoo.com. And we'll see how they turn out. Knock on wood. 
Biden's got this one. Um, that's what I've got. So thanks for uh, listening. Hope everyone enjoys their weekend. And I will check in on you very soon. Peace and love y'all. Bye. Yeah, I want to end the meeting for all. Obviously. Okay, stupid Zoom.